I love these grad school students, man. I keep getting older. They stay the same age. Yes, they do. Coming up on the Anti-Woke Podcast. All right, so I was talking about false rape accusations the other day, and then, uh, whatever. There's a couple things going on in the world today that are mildly related to that. Let's talk about them. So one of them is uh, the start of the Me Too movement, and the other one is this thing about smoking hot TikTokers. But so the Me Too movement, I didn't know this, but so the new episode of Blocked and Reported, uh, Katie Herzog, love her to death, uh, she did some investigative reporting, like read a bunch of whatever, pages, pages of stuff to figure out what happened in an incident from, I guess, 2016. So at the University of Rochester, there was a young professor and... I don't know, he was like 30 years old, he was young, he was attractive, and he was banging some of the grad students. Well, banging, yes. He dated several of them separately. He wasn't cheating. And like the number of, you know, if you go to, if you go to university and ask each professor, especially the men, where they met their wives, they're going to say, oh, she was one of my grad students. Grad student is after the first four years and you graduate with that. If you keep going, you're a grad student working on your master's or your PhD. But in any case, so this guy was banging some of his grad students, but he didn't bang one of them. He messed up. He messed up big time by not banging one of them. And so the one that he didn't bang, she thought, whatever, that he led her on and she got pissed off. And so she started a big campaign to... uh, get him fired and you know nothing that he did was against the rules uh that the college had about dating your students none of the people were like his actual students it was just other grad students around the probably around the office and they did some investigations and none of the none of the women that he banged uh said he did anything wrong but so the lady that wanted to get him fired she met up with another professor who didn't like him for professional reasons. You know, he was cutting into her grant money or something. And so those two women, they just worked together and they basically they made up a bunch of lies about the guy. And, you know, because universities are woke, everyone's woke. You know, believe, I mean, this is before Believe Women. This is before Me Too. This is the thing that started Me Too, which is crazy. Anyways, whatever. If a woman says he did something bad and then you... You know, whatever. People believe that right there. And if you have, like, video proof that that was not true, people don't care. They keep believing the first lie. And so the money thing is kind of funny. Um, So the university did four investigations of him every time he came out innocent. One of those investigations cost over four and a half million dollars. And then the women who've been lying about the whole thing, uh, the university gave them nine and a half million dollars to shut up and move on because they gotten like the media involved and so basically nothing true about it but just all the woke media was writing stories full of lies basically taking whatever the ladies would just be like here's what happened the media would be like here's what happened and you know they would not uh, account for what really happened they didn't look into it at all they just published what the the lion lady lied about and then, like, I think everyone who was on the innocent side uh, ended up, like, losing their jobs. And then everyone who was a liar 
Like, they all went and got great jobs. Like, I don't know, they went on to, like, Stanford and Carnegie Mellon, if you don't know. They're a absolutely top-notch school. They all went off to whatever job they wanted. They went out and got it. Because, you know, the university, you know, like, you know, like, hey, I want a job. The university is like, you're not that good of a professor. We're not going to hire you. Like, but did you know I helped start Me Too? And they're like, oh, wow, you're famous. You're hired. Like, one of them, one of the, yeah, I don't know. One, one, one of the people that joined in with the lies was a guy. And they're like, this guy has shown leadership and stands up for women. Stuff like that. And apparently, uh, Alyssa Milano picked up on the story and tweeted about it. And that was the start of the Me Too movement. The Me Too hashtag on Twitter. The Me Too movement. There you go. Now you know. It was all basically a false rape accusation. That's pretty funny. And I guess they did a, there's a famous Time Magazine cover where they got all the, you know, the, the girls that Harvey Weinstein did and the girls at Fox News that got sexually harassed. And, and then they took some of these girls and put them all, all on the cover of Time Magazine as showing uh, women standing up for whatever. So... There you go. You got some liars on the... Makes you wonder how many of the other ones are liars. Maybe none. I don't know. Taylor Swift. I'd probably sexually harass Taylor Swift if I had that chance, so she's probably not lying. Alright, so the other story related to uh, false rape accusations is there's a... I guess it's a hashtag. It's a hashtag on Twitter also. I don't know. I shouldn't talk about hashtags. Whatever. This is it. I'm getting, I'm getting my hashtag talk out of the way. Both of my talks with this one podcast here. And hopefully never again. But there's this hashtag, like I've been seeing it go around anyways. It's it's woo it's one word, womb lands. Like, you know, your baby, you know, uh, let's see. You got your vulva, then you got your vagina, you got some fallopian tubes attached there, and then you got your womb. So womb lands. It's hashtag W O M B L A N D S. And so on TikTok, I like TikTok. Watch TikTok sometime. It's it's pretty cool. Just um I use it when I'm like barbecuing. Like when you're barbecuing, you're just standing there. You got to wait like five minutes or something. TikTok, absolutely perfect. Or cooking, just any kind of cooking you're doing. If you have to just stand and wait, watch some TikTok. It works perfectly for that. You know, I don't ride the bus. If you ride the bus, watch some TikTok, etc. But apparently, you know, TikTok, right? You know, there's there's woke there's woke stuff going on everywhere, and obviously TikTok is not going to be the exception. It's got a lot of young people. I'm sure TikTok is woke as hell. But apparently there's a couple uh, woke TikTokers. One guy's name is Lance, and one girl's name is Chelsea. And so this is kind of fun. Like, I never get to talk, you know, there's, there's always like white people doing bad stuff, black people doing bad stuff. You never get to talk about Native Americans. But anyways, Lance is, I don't know, he might be 100% Native American. He's uh whatever, he's a Native American TikToker who's woke. And I guess, like, you know, he opens every uh, TikTok video that he does with the phrase, hello, colonizers. And, you know, he talks about how white people are, you know, he talks, you know, he's a, he's like a Indian guy who talks about how white people are bad. And that's it. And he makes TikToks about it. And I never heard him, but apparently he's, he's pretty big amongst the woke TikTokers. And he's probably, looks like he's 30, 35. And I think he plays up his, I mean, obviously he plays up his Native American stuff. He's got long hair. Like, you know, just looks like a, Indian from the cowboy movies or something, just that super long, super straight, super black hair that's like, oh yeah, just Native American from the movies. So I don't know if TikTok has made him rich, but it's made him famous amongst woke people. And so he interacts with like 
young, white, woke women on TikTok. And basically, just like how grad students, you know, want to bang their professors, right? There's a lot of professors, there's a lot of extra banging that professors turn down. Grad students always look up to their professors. They're like, wow, this person's like a god. I'd love to, I'd love to feel them inside myself. Well, anyways, when you're a woke TikToker and you're, you know, 20, in your early 20s, um, this Native American, this, you know, this gorgeous Native American TikToker, right? They just, they look up to him. They think he's cool as hell. I mean, there's something about, uh, well, basically, people will choose, well, they'll use race when they're choosing who to bang. I mean, usually it's like, you know, today I feel like a white, banging a white woman, or, you know, today I feel like banging a black man. Or maybe that's just the two things I like to bang. But in any case, if you're putting notches in your bedpost, uh, I mean, banging a hot Native American man, I mean, that's got, it's, whatever, that's the rarest thing in the world. In any case, so this so this Lance guy, he uh, communicates through TikTok with some smoking hot. I mean, every girl in this thing that I talk about is absolutely smoking hot. Anyway, so he's communicating with some TikToker named Chelsea. She's probably 25. She's white. She's got tattoos. She, you know, really cares about injustice or something. Anyways, they get together in real life, and he bangs her, and he does not wear a condom. And so, the next day, she finds out that he has been banging some other 25-year-old smoking hot white TikTok woman and not wearing a condom with her either. And so, Chelsea gets pissed off. And she starts making videos that make it sound like he raped her. Like, she'll, she'll start off in the video, TikTok video, um, she'll say, you know, there was no informed consent, right? Basically... She thought she was the only one, you know? If he would have told her she wasn't the only one, she would not have consented. I don't know, someone I was watching on YouTube, they're like, uh, that doesn't mean you had sex without your consent. That means you got cheated on without your consent. But in any case, you know, consent, it's a little, it's a little bit of a funny word. And so anyways, she, you know, she'd say, maybe at one point in the video or in one video and not in another video, oh, you know, she, he had sex with her without her informed consent, but I think she would drop the word informed, and so she'd just make videos about how he had sex with her without her consent. Okay, so this is a hashtag womblands, and it's because in a video she says, I have an ache deep in my womb, Lance, because his name is Lance, but anyways, the way she says it, it sounds like she says, I have an ache in my womblands, which is a pretty funny thing to have said. I wish she would have said that instead. And that's right, so in a lot of her videos, you know, so she's talking about consent this, consent that, I didn't consent to sex. Um, and apparently she's also been lying about having a miscarriage. So, you know, well, you know, why are you bringing up womb all the time, lady? Well, the answer is she likes to talk about her womb and how her womb is feeling that day or something. I'm making this up a little bit, but she's always talking about her womb because she said she had a miscarriage. And then someone came up with some things where she said she had an abortion, actually. You know, this is just classic how to, uh, you know, how to gain followers on TikTok. You just, you make stuff up. Works great. And so the other lady that Lance is cheating on, um, whatever, she did a TikTok video where she's, I think, with Chelsea. And it's like, yeah, he did that. He did it to me, too, blah, blah. And then, like, a month later or something, she's like, 
Chelsea's Chelsea is a crazy woman. She's like constantly calling me, constantly telling me what I have to do, you know, what what I have to say on social media, what I have to make my videos about, what to say in my videos. And she's doing it all just to gain clout. Clout, you know, so Chelsea. Chelsea is just doing all this stuff to gain clout, gain followers. And uh, whatever, this part, I don't, I don't think I believe it. But supposedly, so all the girls who are TikTok friends with Lance, the people who like Chelsea would go and say mean things about them on TikTok. And like one of the... One of Lance's friends was, again, a, about a 23-year-old smoking hot uh, Native American girl. And supposedly the TikTokers are going on there and calling her, what, I don't know, whatever the N-word is for Native Americans. Injun? I mean, I don't even know. So, that's the story. It's just kind of fun. A uh, little bit of internet drama there. Uh, I guess if you're on Twitter, go, uh, you know, send out a tweet with a hashtag me too hashtag womblands which is women get raped women make false rape accusations all in one tweet and i want to say uh i actually followed Alyssa milano so you know she's the girl that started the me too hashtag um on twitter i followed her and i thought it was like you know whatever i followed people that i like to listen to and agreed with I was like, I should throw in someone that I don't agree with, who's a famous woke TikToker, Alyssa Milano. If you didn't know that, she is like maybe the most famous one. So I followed her, but uh, whatever. It just filled up my feed or whatever you call it and uh, timeline. And it was just nothing but Trump derangement syndrome BS. So I couldn't handle it. I couldn't, I couldn't listen to someone I disagreed with. I thought that I could, but I couldn't. All right, did some of that sound too good to be true, too on the nose? Well, this professor, he didn't exactly start Me Too. What it was is he just, the thing happened exactly at the same time as the beginning of Me Too. Like, I think, whatever, his his thing blew up like a month before Me Too. And then Time Magazine did put the Lion Lady on the cover for that year as a the people of the year. You know, women speaking up. But he was not the reason that Alyssa Milano tweeted out the Me Too hashtag for the first time. So there you go. I hope that sounded too good to... If you're smart, if you're as smart as me, you'd repeat that lie and then you go, you know what, that sounds too good to be true. And then you'd look it up and you'd find out it wasn't quite true. And I like to put these things at the end of the podcast. So if you stop halfway through, you're like, wow, that was an amazing story. And you don't find out, eh, it wasn't that good. Twitter handle at Anti-Woke Podcast, and thanks for listening.